The Bring Out Your Dead podcast is sponsored by cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. 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 And have a great day. <laughs> it's the Bring Out Your Dead podcast. Okay, welcome to episode four of the Bring Out Your Dead podcast. This week we're going back through the gateway through the mists, back into uh, into Kenzie's story. With me this week, I have Mr. Oliver Hadfield Hello. and Miss Cheryl Byrne. Hi. This will be chapter three now, I think we're on. Yeah. 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 So this one's a little bit longer than last time, isn't it? I think uh, Cheryl's been uh, Cheryl's been printing printing out them off and just kind of. Uh, Giving them, giving them to me and averting her eyes like as yeah, though it's something with lewd. With great difficulty. Yeah, yeah. Because I know that she desperately wants to find out what happens. But yeah, no, this one's a little bit longer, so this one uh, hopefully opens up a bit more discussion. So just as a kind of recap for where we were, I think it was that they've gone through the gateway. Yes. And it's Tyler and Kayla. So Tyler and Kayla, uh, Princess Kayla, I should, I should call her by a proper title. Uh, <laughs> And they've, they've kind of, they've had this big revelation that Tyler is the sorceress from the prophecy's son. I'm right? not sure she was in was the prophecy. Son? I think she knew the king or, oh, okay, sure, of the yeah. fairyland. Yeah, I think, I, like, I like where it's going so far, but yeah. I think it was, that's quite, that was quite an abrupt bombshell to drop on us from the, from that. But like, as soon as, as soon as they get through the gateway, it's like, oh, by the way, I'm the sorceress's son <laughs> and uh, she's dead. And she's not supposed to die and she's not supposed to have children, but she had. I feel like... If Kenzie was, you know, had been a bit more developed as a writer when she was when she was actually framing the story, yeah. she might have realised that that would be a really good that would be a really good hook for the end of like a first book if you're doing like a trilogy or something, or maybe even if it was going to be one book, the end of part one. I feel like she could have saved that. She could have stored up that information a bit better Rather than dumping it on us. Yeah, like in because two. in a, in a rather anticlimactic way. Um, I mean, it's a great piece of information to to have. <laughs> It's a really cool direction to take it, but I think maybe her timing was slightly wrong. Yeah, I could agree with that. Think? Yeah, it's um, if you didn't have that, if you didn't have that in, you'd, the chapter would literally be a case of they went through the gateway. That's pretty much it. That would have been. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. And I, I distinctly remember step one: go through the gateway. I distinctly remember. That's the, it. There I, is only one. I always, I always seem to be forgetting her name. Is it Kaylee? Kayla? Kayla. 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 I distinctly remember her having a affinity for standing up and sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, sitting down and then and then getting up. What was it? Gracefully. Gra- gracefully yeah. got to my feet. Yes. Which, um, if Lincoln. I remember rightly, Ollie, Ollie said, well, she could do a pirouette or something. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm, I'm sure is how she did it. <laughs> yeah. So it's quite a bombshell for, to drop on us. But yeah. Should we jump yeah. into it? See where, see where okay. it's going? Again. Uh, there is an author's note at the beginning, and uh, yeah, there's an author's note just at the end as well. Uh, so, hey, and thanks to my reviewers, Nirathil and Serenic Griffin. Wow, some pretty, there's some, those are some hardcore fantasy-style <laughs> yeah. reviewer names, I think. I complete- what's um, Kenzie's um, name on here? Is it, is it on there? Oh, uh, as in, like, what's her username? Yeah. I don't think it is, you know. Is it not in the top? Have a, uh, Okay, all right. If I cover that, I'm going to cover the text just just for clarification, so no one, everyone knows that we're not cheating here. I'm covering the text so that yeah. Cheryl can't read any of it, and then there's just uh, there's just the top banner, which has all the information about the oh there by by moonlight, moonlight enchantments. enchantments. Oh my god! I'm never calling Kenzie by her name <laughs> yeah. ever again. 
That's great. It's beautiful. It's it sounds. Beautiful. It sounds like. Have you ever shopped on Etsy before? Yeah. Or, yeah. Like it sounds like a, like a, the name of a shop on Etsy. Yeah. Like, or a perfume or. Well, it really. No, it sounds like a perfume. Like the perfume you used to get in like Pound World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, poor Kenzie. Yeah. You know, this is, I mean, I feel like I'm not really judging Kenzie. I'm judging no. 14-year-old Kenzie or 15-year-old Kenzie. He was definitely Kenzie. a different person. Uh, he was definitely a different person and um, had awful taste. If, um, <laughs> if Moonlight Enchantments is a perfume, its advert is just a nice sort of serene rainforest <laughs> getting demolished by bulldozers. Anyway, um, <laughs> we'll at least finish the author's note. <laughs> Um, I completely, I completely, uh, I completely understand the capital thing. It's just I have a new computer, and my old one used to do that, so I'm getting used to this one. Well, glad you like the story so far. Hope you keep reviewing. I, f- I feel like that's a, a I don't know. I feel Is like it? there's some um, potential punctuation issues or something yeah, that you've missed. That's some that. I feel like no, I think in the last one you must have missed something. That's, maybe, um, maybe. It's for- going to be going over it now. <laughs> it's foreshadowing. It's foreshadowing from behind the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the best kind of foreshadowing. Um, okay, so I'll just jump into it. Okay. We walked through the woods in silence, both thinking our own thoughts. That's a I was, they weren't thinking one another's thoughts. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> you thinking what um, I'm thinking? To be fair, yeah, you could tell already from the first sentence that this isn't going to go to a great place. It's not, it's not terrible, it's just no. it's a slight stumble. Also, yeah. what does she know what he's thinking? Because this could be a weird world where thoughts are out loud. You know, you never know. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> we're, 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 I hope that's not so where we're going. she's clarified that, that that's not the case in there. I was trying to piece together everything I knew about Tyler, the prophecy, and just this land in general. I'm not sure what Tyler was thinking about. Suddenly, he pushed me against the tree, pressing close to me. Oh my oh. god! This is this, it is no. finally in chapter three. We're, 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 getting, we're getting to the, niche the true erotica. niche erotica, <laughs> Kenzie. <laughs> um, pressing close to me with his hand over my mouth. Oh, full stop. Oh, that's not. Uh, yeah, that's not great, is it? <laughs> I wasn't sure what was happening, but I soon heard the, vo- the noises of someone walking through the trees on the other side of us. Tyler slowly took his hand away, motioning with his finger that I should keep quiet. Or that he says I should keep quiet. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I felt slightly angry, and what right did he, a servant, have to push me over and tell me to be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> That's great, I like that. Um, we, st- we stayed like that for a while, till whoever it was had gone. Then he moved away from me, but slowly, as if he expected someone else to come through the trees. How dare you, I whispered angrily. I'm not stupid, you know. I know when to keep quiet. Actually, yeah, that's fine. Um, I know you aren't stupid. Well, don't treat me like I am, then. I wanted to argue more with him, but couldn't think of a good enough reason to. <laughs> that's a very, very sort of like entitled princess way of thinking. Yeah, yeah. I still wasn't sure why I wanted to argue with him exactly. So what are you waiting for? Should we be following them? You did say you wanted to find a village. I I didn't think of that, actually, he said, then began to walk off quietly. We followed the noise for a while, both of us keeping quiet, although whether that was for safety or simply because we were annoyed, I wasn't sure. Soon we were very close to the travelling party. I wanted to see them, to see what they looked like, whether they were fairies or perhaps goblins, I wasn't sure, so I started to walk a little faster so I could get closer, just close enough to see them. Tyler tried to grab me, but I dodged from his hand and ran a few trees ahead. 
There, in a clearing ahead of me, was a group of goblins. I knew they were goblins instantly because they were so ugly. Apparently she has the skill, doesn't she? Because have you ever tried to walk through the woods? You can't do it quietly. Or quietly. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she's dodging from tree to tree quite merrily. So I'm, I'm, this, this, I'm quite suspicious of this princess now. Is, is this her practiced gracefulness in getting up? So she's actually pirouetting from tree to tree. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, whether on screen or in your imagination, it's works just, every time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were quite short and squat and greyish in colour. They had bulgy eyes and arms that almost dragged on the floor. They were laughing as they walked, carrying bundles covered in sacking. Sacking? Not, yeah. Covered in sacking. Is that? Is that I, I, don't I, don't know, I, I don't know. I'd imagine. I'd imagine that's like the the sort of. Burlap she mean like yeah, burlap, yeah, yeah, burlap yeah. type sack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was the smell that hit me the hardest. They reeked. Ugh. Yeah, I couldn't stop my eyes watering. Oh my god, that must be really yeah. like, that must be really <laughs> intense. Do they just like stink of onions? <laughs> <laughs> well, are there any other? I always get I always get laughed at. I always get laughed at because I I. I like if I if I wouldn't look ridiculous, I'd probably wear like swimming goggles in the kitchen if I was chopping onions because I, yeah. I I just weep so much from onions. And that it's thing unreal. where you put the, the spoon in your mouth that does not work. It does not. Oh work. yeah, why are you putting the spoon in your mouth? Apparently, if to you do. put the spoon, I don't know. This is a placebo type effect, right? Like well, it's just supposed to take your mind off of. Bit. In which case, we've just ruined the placebo effect, haven't we? Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. This is a bit like Sorry, I remember guys. my um, my primary school teachers. Whenever anyone felt sick on a like motion sickness, or yeah. we were in the, like school bus or something, and she used to say, "It's okay, sit on this newspaper, and, it, and you'll feel better." Just because it was like if you if you tell a child that something will make them feel better, they will probably feel better. Ah. Um, and she did it on me, and I felt great. <laughs> really? So I think well, the, the, the power, thing, the power of perceiving. Yeah, but I'm I'm an adult now. No. <laughs> Yes, so we were back to the, the stinky goblins. I couldn't stop my eyes watering, nor could I stop myself gagging. Luckily, they were so loud that they didn't notice. But Tyler, as he ran up to me, did, and he dragged me back and held my hair up as I threw up in a, in a most unprincess-like fashion. Mm. Is the princess like? So, so this would be the first like, time the princess went. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone really make that sound when they throw up? I mean, I, how hungover am I at the time? <laughs> Well, I have actually <coughs> cried out in pain before, so I, I find that if you're if you're hungover and you're throwing up and you're really throwing up, the cruelest thing right then is is gravity because gravity will like. Well, does that make sense if I say that it's tr- all it's trying to do is drag you onto the bathroom floor and you're just trying <laughs> yeah. to grip onto the toilet? Like that's how that's how little energy you've got. Yeah. You're just struggling to keep your head above the yeah. toilet. Yeah, and um, there's one question there as well about the princess yeah. vomiting. Sure. Now I'm very curious about what her clothing is like because have you ever tried to keep vomit off a full skirt when you when you? I'll you're be honest, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Oliver. Really, Oliver. <laughs> however, um, I'm now really concerned that she's going to be spending the rest of this story in a vomit-drenched dress. Oh, and she is very judgmental as well. So she just—how do we know the goblins are ugly anyway? Maybe they are just like. Oh, well, no, Tyler is the just the servant is still an attractive just the servant. So. Yeah, has he stressed those goblins though? Because these, these might just be people that she just doesn't find particularly attractive and she's like yeah they, they, they reek and they, they're, they're ugly and it's just a yeah. village of commoners yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm starting to. I'm, I'm gonna just for the rest of this episode just side with the goblins. Right. Okay. <laughs> so you're that person who reads a novel and you're just like, yes, yes, protagonist die. I want the protagonist <laughs> to die. You're that really sadistic person that just wants to see people in pain. I think. I, I, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. Are you not liking Kayla very much? Not at the moment. She's yet to say actually anything nice. Um, have you heard of a Mary Sue before? No. Okay. Uh, 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 the idea of a Mary Sue is is that it's a show of bad form to write a character like this, which is either a character insert, which is just basically like writing yourself into fiction, or someone you ide- idealise like okay. that who uh, graduated top of her class and um, is an expert in both. Uh, you know, a black belt in karate and um, an expert archer and just just has so many accolades and attributes that are unrealistic to be rolled into one person. And Mary Sue is a character that is too perfect. Okay. And what you get is that a lot of people who write popular fiction and aren't very experienced, I would say, are more likely to write a Mary Sue. And I believe that the idea is it comes from, I think there was a particular character in a sci-fi book in the 50s or 60s that was called Mary Sue something. Right, okay. Um, and, and, from that point on, in the same way that you know, like a red herring is called a red herring. Yeah. Um, that that kind of that kind of perfect character, that seemingly perfect protagonist. True. But I like that. I like the fact that Kenzie is mature enough in writing this that we we're not sure about her main character. Yeah. Uh, shall I jump back in? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, yeah. So uh, and held my hair as I threw up in an, in a most unprincess-like fashion. I should have warned you. Was all he said when I had finished. Then he just began to follow them again. I felt so bad. My face was sticky with dry tears, and I could tell my eyes were bloodshot. I wasn't sure how clean my face was or my hair. I wanted so badly for this to be over, so I could I could wash at home and then get tucked up in bed. But I knew that couldn't happen. I had to find Shaylee. So I gathered up my skirts and followed Tyler and the goblins. Her vomit-free skirts? Apparently, <laughs> apparently yes. Apparently, her apo- apparently vomit-free skirts. After, I'm not sure how long, we heard more noise, and I knew we were nearing a village. We'll wait till dark, then I shall try to get get us some clothes. I'm assuming that was Tyler that said that. I'm coming too, I whispered. No, it's too dangerous. Uh, I simply looked at him. Fine, okay, I shall take you. But I must warn you, not only will there be goblins, but other townsfolk. Some will be in the pay of the queen, and the others may be dangerous just because of how scared they are. I will do anything to find my sister. So that night, I found myself with a servant. Ready, again, she's still calling him the servant. Mm. <laughs> so petty. Um, found myself with a servant, ready to, sneak into a, ready to sneak into a fairy town to find clothes so I could rescue my little sister from the Goblin Queen. That didn't sound strange at all. We crept closer and closer until we were, were hiding behind a house of some sort. Again, a house of some sort? I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually just is a four-walled home. It's just she's so... Um, Used so, to the castle. Yeah, exactly. She's so privileged. It's like, what is this peculiar thing with only two floors? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, maybe. So maybe she's using of some sort to show the privilege of the princess. Yeah, this is this is literally part of her. This is part of her adventure. Is just finding out what what the regular folk find out and mm. the and regular folk and the goblins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Who are just ordinary people at this point? I know this place. Tyler whispered to me. I didn't know you'd been here. My mother took me when I was young. This used to be a city, the capital, uh, the capital of the revolution, in fact. I used to know people here. I don't know if they're still alive, but if they are, they can help us. Let's hope they are, then, I said in a matter-of-fact kind of way. 
But really, I was so annoyed that he, that he hadn't told me about his past visits here. <laughs> oh my god, that's great! She's that's great. so bad at dealing with other people. She is death. But like, I, like things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I, I, oh, I no, I've I, lost. I've lost a lot of people. I I, think, I, what, what, what the hell didn't you tell me? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's. They like, better be alive. I, swear. I also feel like she's been quite presumptuous here. I mean, they've known each other at this stage for what, like, an oh, hour yes. and a half. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Do you tell everybody about all of your losses within an hour and a half of meeting? Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, we, we crept forward again, Tyler looking around us all the time, although it seemed everyone was inside. We made a dash to a gap between two houses, just in time, as a group of goblins, I could tell by the smell, went past. But she didn't throw up this time, she that's didn't throw a bonus. Up this time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe she gagged as she ran, <laughs> um, and kind of like smoothed it down by pirouetting into, into the gap. Uh, we don't know. Uh, you heard? The Queen's found a girl, one grunted. Nah, that's just a rumour, innit? Whatever. It just means more work for us this year. More searches and that. Won't be happy till this rebellion's crushed, eh? They moved on, but I found myself still breathing heavily. The Queen had found a girl. What if it was Shaley? Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Well, 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 what do we have here? A voice behind us made us both turn quickly. Tyler pulled a dagger from his belt. She never mentioned that he had a no. dagger in his belt. Okay. Maybe it was just a really well-hidden one. Whoever had spoken was still in the shadows. Well, if it if it didn't tie, how you doing, mate? The voice stepped forward to show a man around Tyler's age. He had the brightest green eyes I had ever seen, and his long blonde hair was kept off his pale face by small plaits in it. I, it was then that I noticed his ears. They were pointed. This, this of course, meant he wasn't a man at all, but a fairy. It's a bit, okay. you know... Okay. I mean, I've known people with pointy, slightly pointy ears. How pointed exactly fact, are they? I'm looking Ollie's, at your ears. Like, like, no. Ollie's actually got... Yeah, but like, you've got a little bit of a point. Yeah. You have fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Finley, well, I was hoping to find you, Tyler laughed. I'll just bet you were. His eyes turned, on, turned to me. Wow, and who is this beautiful young lady, eh? He wiggled his uh, eyebrows at Tyler. Oh, it would have been so good if that was ears. <laughs> I am Princess Kayla of Galadrim, and I would have—I would have it—I would have it that you do not speak of me in that way. Finley of him. He bowed, a long, sweeping one that made me want to laugh. Well, I am sorry, Princess Kayla. I didn't know that old Ty here had come on, Finley. Tyler interrupted. We need somewhere to stay for the night and clothes for Kayla. I'll take you to the stables. It's the only place left for us lot now, since the clear, since the last clearing. Stables? Clearing, I asked, wondering why the why these were said as if they had capital letters. That's talk for around a fire, so you can see when we get there. All will be explained, he said, chuckling as he led us off down the alley. So they're going so, yeah. to the stables in the clearing. So, um, no, I think because it's clearing, so, you know, it's, it's used as a pronoun, it's got capital C. Oh. So I'm assuming this is going to be some kind of like a purge. Um... Also, the stables is, is a pronoun in that as well. So I'm assuming that's a place rather than actual, just a set of stables or something. Uh, the stables turned out to be an inn. There we go. <laughs> All right. I, should have, I should have just read the, last, the next line. Um, there you go. Uh, it was the place where people of the rebellion could meet. That feels like a bit of an anticlimax. A little bit, yeah. Like, why I mean, should you just say, why, again, these what's, what's, my, what's my oldest adage, Cheryl? Oh, uh, share, don't tell. Yes. <laughs> and she did exactly the opposite. She did. She, she told, she didn't show. She told, show. and she didn't show. Um, also, if I'm 
kind of um, a little bit, you know, like the, these clearings can't be overly effectual if I mean, let's face it, in Star Wars, the Rebellion didn't meet in a pub. No. <laughs> they met on Hoth where it was freezing cold and everyone was just like, they were like, oh, you know, I bought these guys. These guys are just drunk all the time. Maybe that's why it's not working so well. <laughs> it's like the Rebellion. All right. You want to join the Rebellion? All right. Meet at the stables at eight. <laughs> We're the ones in the corner drinking a cider. <laughs> um, also, bring a couple of quid. We need it for the jukebox. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the stables turned out to be an inn, and it was the place where the people of the Rebellion could meet. The crowd has shrunk. Where is everyone? Tyler asked, as they showed me to a room where I could change. The goblins found out we had a meeting and slaughtered everyone. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't there, luckily, but my father was. Who is leading the Rebellion now? Tyler asked, shocked. Me, Finley said. Here, princess, this is your room. When you're ready, come down. It is perfectly safe here. I wasn't sure I believed him. I was sure that the people at the last meeting had thought that too. And look at where they were now. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that. I was going, yeah, perfectly safe. It's yeah. <laughs> just been a slaughter. Yeah, and yeah. from the sounds of it, where he said, um, was it, where are all the crowds? Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't a, a slaughter that was very long ago. Yeah, the crowd has shrunk. Where is everyone? Yeah, okay. so there's been a slaughter yeah. in the time since they entered the village and saw the crowd. Oh my god! <laughs> and then, she, then he, she's being told, "You'll be safe here." I was in a small room with a simple bed, wardrobe, and mirror. There was also a small door that led to a tiny bathroom, not much more than a sink and another mirror. I changed into the clothes they had given me and washed my face. I looked at myself in the mirror. <laughs> Do you know what I There's knew? I just knew that, I know. I just thought. I, I thought to myself. First sentence ended mirror. Second sentence ended mirror, and then the fourth sentence ended in the word mirror. I think it's just <laughs> that it wouldn't be even quite so bad if it just wasn't the same placement every time. Yeah. But yeah, it's the last the last word in each of those. What? Um, so sentences. how many mirrors are there? So there's. There's two mirrors, two, two but mirrors. she she mentions the same mirror twice. So there's two mirrors in a uh, a small village in a, a not technologically advanced world. I mean, the mirrors are, are, were a big deal, weren't they? And well, I know it's a fantasy piece. I've just bought this, one. They're bloody expensive. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. This rebellion must be making loads of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it just two mirrors in one one room? Well, basically, ba- well, she basically she's got an ensuite. Yeah, if you go back to I was in a small room with a simple bed, wardrobe, and mirror. There was also a small door that led to a tiny bathroom. That could very well be my my room in halls. Yeah, (laughs) my my sink and mirror were in my bedroom. Yeah, so (laughs) I'm Yeah, Yeah. it was weird. And my sink was a was an old porta potty. Uh, What what do they call it? Um, Child's potty, I guess. (laughs) I meant meant child's potty, and I said porta potty. So I guarantee you, somewhere in England, somewhere in England, Wales, or Scotland, somewhere in the UK, one of our great universities, someone will have managed to get a porta potty into a student hall, yeah, like flat. Oh, 100 percent. And they'll call it the ensuite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so I was, uh, I, I looked at myself in the mirror. I was wearing a pair of loose trousers and a baggy shirt. That's not what I was depicting at all. No. Why is she wearing that? What? Surely she would change into that from having worn a dress. Because she was meeting Prince Tynan. Do you think that she's gotten changed? Because she was gathering her skirts, plural, earlier on. Yeah, yeah. So I think, she, I think that we've skipped her getting changed. Maybe I think, Kenzie yeah. wanted to um, preserve her modesty. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But that's just confusing because this well, whole way through... There's all these the... mirrors around, so you don't want to be 
reading about her, her getting changed. You mentioned a, mir- a mirror four, four times and you won't even tell me what she's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing a, a, a pair of loose trousers and a baggy shirt. My hair, which looked rather dishevelled, was loose and to my waist. I didn't look like a boy, although my figure was not exactly curvy. My hair still made me look like a girl. Because boys never have long hair. And definitely not Ollie. Never. Not once has he ever had long hair. <laughs> There's a joke I'm missing here. Did you used to have really long hair? Oh my god. Just to clarify for listeners that that's shoulder length. <laughs> See, if I looked at a picture of you like that, I would just think, Christian rock band. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes, shall agree. <laughs> Although it was not as long as Finley's, it was much wavier and just seemed like a woman's hair. Hang on. And she's still, yeah, she's still talking about her hair. She's talking about her hair. She said her hair is not as long as Finley's. Yeah. Her hair was down to her waist. D- is it down to her waist? Did I is say that? that? Was, yeah, oh, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, so it's dishevelled and, and, and loose and down to my waist. How the hell long is Finley's hair? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, although it was not as long as Finley's. Wow. Yeah, he's got long <laughs> hair. But although it was not as long as Finley's, it was, it was much wavier and just seemed like a woman's hair. I wasn't sure that they would make me do with it. It was my pride and joy. I, I didn't think I could bear to cut it. But I, I had said I would do anything to save my sister, and I would. I tied it into a bun and headed downstairs. See, now that, that kind of... Yes. Called it. Yeah. <laughs> you, did, you did say bun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a large, to me anyway, group of men sitting around a fire and drinking, although some were laughing and joking. A lot were sitting somberly or in great discussions with each other. I found Tyler and Finley with my eyes, there's so much there's so much material there I, um, I found I found Tyler and Finley with my eyes like that there's a comma <laughs> There's a comma, and I think it should be a full stop. But I think just as a sentence, that's yeah. that says a great deal, doesn't it? <laughs> um, they, they were sitting aside from the others, having a whispered discussion. I'm not interrupting, am I? I said, walking over to them. I said with my mouth. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I, said, <laughs> I, uh, I said, I said, walking over to them. They both looked up, startled, and took in, my, and, and both took in my appearance. Finley whistled, but Tyler only frowned. You still look like a girl. I know that. It's not my fault that your plan hasn't worked. No, I think it could. If we cut your hair, perhaps. He pre- he pre- obviously hadn't heard my, that warning tone in my voice. I knew you would say that, but I... Look, can I just interrupt your little lover's tiff? We both looked at Finley sharply. <laughs> oh, death glares. Doesn't faze me, actually. Right, you. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's genuinely outreach. Um, um, right, you. He looked. He looked at me. You have to cut your hair and you, and look like a boy, else you may be killed. And you, he looked at Tyler, go easy on her. Poor girl's trying to find her sister. Both me and Tyler opened our mouths as if to argue, but closed them again. Good, Finley said. Now I'll go get some scissors. I sat down, and while waiting for them to return, I untied my hair. I wasn't sure how long it would take to grow back, but I knew that it would be too long. Finley arrived with that grin of his. Don't look so grim, you two. He handed me the scissors. Finley arrives with his really ridiculously long hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he handed me the scissors. I took them and tried to cut it. I really tried, but I just couldn't do it. I can't do it, I almost wailed. 
Please don't make me do it to myself. Give them here, Finley said, but, but he too paused over my hair. Then I felt him open the scissors and bring them in. I jerked away, falling off the log I was sitting on. The log? What? <laughs> this is one crappy in. <laughs> give, it, give them here, Finley said, but he too paused over my hair. Then I felt him open the scissors and bring them in. I jerked away, falling off the log I was sitting on and finding myself on the floor. I stood up, feeling tears in my eyes. This was so stupid. I'm sorry, but I Tyler stood up and grabbed me, pinning my arms. To clarify for the microphone, then Ollie just uh, just rubbed his jeans um, in the th- in the thigh area uh, quite quite vigorously. <laughs> um, and Cheryl moved her chair away. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sorry, but I, Tyler, stood up and grabbed me, pinning my arms. As Finley took another swipe at my hair, but I still managed to pull away, and he grabbed me again, pulling me even closer. This time, though, he kissed me, hard and unyielding, not letting me move. Oh! <laughs> oh. Do you know what? I think yeah. after, ridiculous you know what? how excited I know, you I know exactly. <laughs> what can I say? I, I, I was really hoping that this was erotic fiction. Um, it would make my day. Yeah. It would genuinely make my day. Uh, no, um, I, um, no. I, I feel like like um, what if Kenzie has gone back after several years, like mm. she's pulling a, pulling a joke on us, where she's gone back, edited the story, <laughs> and re- after our jokes in the initial episode, like has replaced the entire story with like this elaborate um, pounded by the pound oh. style. <laughs> and then the, you, know, you know, then the anthropomorphic page. <laughs> Page leaps out of the book and says, "You know, you want something to do? Do me." And then, <laughs> oh come on, you can come up with a better line. Than that. Probably that was on the fly, Cheryl. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna hit the mark every time. <laughs> Cover me in your ink. Um, <laughs> he kissed me hard and unyielding, not letting me move. I was so shocked, I couldn't even feel my head getting lighter as my precious hair was chopped away. Uh, I'm done, Finley said, and Tyler let me go. What do you think? I began shouting. <laughs> I began shouting. <laughs> what do you think? Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> you, needed, you needed to have your, ca- your hair cut, Tyler interrupted me. You should just be Tyler interrupted, but yeah, Tyler interrupted. It, and it's not like you already hate you, you don't already hate me. So I thought, what the hell? And and with that, so I thought, what the hell? And with that, he marched off. I looked at Finley, feeling shocked. Who would have thought that my first kiss would be from a servant? Oh, now that we didn't know. Um, author's note: Well, hope the capitals are right are there this time. And obviously, I hope you like it. Please review. So Shall we review? First kiss. <laughs> Interesting. First kiss. I'll do anything to save. I'll do anything to save my sister, except get a haircut. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I think there's there's quite a lot, quite a lot there to drive us forward. Yeah. But um, I liked that. I liked that the crux of this chapter was a personal thing. Mm. It was a personal sacrifice that they felt that she needed to make, and I like that also that it's it's entirely relevant to the plot. Mm. Yeah. You know. I like that. I like that she's had to make a, a personal sacrifice for for the for the purposes of the plot, and I think it ties in really well. Um, yeah, and I do think, despite the whole, you know, um, that I'll do anything to save my sister except cut my hair. 
thing. I think that's fairly realistic. I think I so think too, because like a princess that's been that's been pampered all her yeah. life will, will be taught virtue. Yeah. And brought up to be virtuous. But then, you know, everything's relative, right? So if if the most the proudest thing in your life is your hair, then of course you're going to find it difficult to cut it. Yeah. Personally, I don't have any, so uh, it's not, not a sacrifice <laughs> I would understand. Um, was it difficult to cut your hair? No. Okay. You were sick of people saying, play that song. <laughs> <laughs> play that song, Jesus man. And he was like, fuck this, I'm just going to get my hair cut. <laughs> I don't know, what, what do you guys think? What do you think of the story so far? I still think it's a bit harsh that she did make the guy with the knee-length hair cut the, the cut hair off. I mean, that's I, just I like, think that's when she was harsh. building, I think when she was building these characters, she didn't realise that she was implying the ending like that. <laughs> I'm a bit intrigued that the whole sexual assault angle has come in. Uh, I think... I, I, thought, <laughs> I, I thought that was quite daring. That was almost almost, yeah. a, almost a sort of game of... Well, not quite as far as Game of Thrones would take it, but it was more of a sort of like mature approach to take. Yeah. And, you know, there are a couple of, of moments that really had me thinking that it was going to be taking it in that kind of direction, you know? Yeah, the pressing um, up, like, yeah, up against the tree. Yeah, up against the tree. I think it was... Was it Tyler holding back her hair and stuff? Maybe I don't know. That's, no, that was quite an intimate. Alley, just you can argue that's quite an intimate moment. Yeah. Although, why was he holding her back her hair then? When you think about it, her hair was up in a style. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It, no, no her, 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 it wasn't actually in a bun at that point. Because no, but no, it was her, 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 um, oh, because it had already been put in a style previously. <laughs> I mean, it still stands for some reason. He grabbed her hair. <laughs> One-handed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just again, again for the microphone's purposes. Uh, yeah, Ollie, Ollie just kind of used a single hand, um, which is uh, for some reason more threatening. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe because it because it looks like a half Nazi salute when you do it like that. Um, she's got it in a style. Where you're just gonna, you know, grab both and just hold on for the life like that. Well, I mean, generally you don't do that if someone's throwing up. Jeez. Yes, but it's in a style. You'll have, you'll have to hold her hair in both your hands in some way. It's, it's, it's in a style. So what if it's in a style? And to be fair, I still wait, wait, wait in my <laughs> head. Depending on the type to... of style. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, that was the fourth episode of the Bring Out Your Dead podcast. Yeah. I think next time I expect it will be more of the Gateway Through the Mists. If you'd like to submit anything to the show and have your own work read aloud, you can submit at boydpodcast at hotmail.com. That's boydpodcast at hotmail.com. Okay, I think we should uh, just go back to our uh, initial outlay and, uh, and give Kenzie another round of applause. <laughs> if you'd like to submit your own work to be read in a future episode, please email us at boydpodcast at hotmail.com. That's boyd, B-O-Y-D, podcast at hotmail.com. <laughs>